please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin, and across the table from me is one of your favorite monorail co-pilots. Me? I'm That's a you. favorite? One of the favorites. You're at least in the top four. Okay. It's Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody else in studio today, but we have a very special monorail co-host. You've heard him in such segments as M34D, and I'm talking, of course, about Landon, the Dawzdone. Landon, welcome to the Monday Morning Monorail. Uh, glad to be here. It's neat to sit in, uh, uh, in the front part of the monorail as opposed to the middle part of the monorail, which I'm normally in. Uh, you'll have a much better view than I normally do. That's right. And today you get your monorail co-pilot license officially. Sweet. Does that mean I can change my name to Landon Monorail? You can. Yes. You get the designation. Sweet. You know, I always wonder if that's like funny to people or if they just think that's stupid. I think it's funny. It makes me laugh. That's why I say it sometimes. Yeah. It makes me chuckle, and uh, as I was telling you before we started recording, things can uh, mean more than one thing, so it can be stupid and funny. So Exactly, Just... exactly. <laughs> well, today is July the 16th, and this is episode number 13 of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast, and there is a very special reason. Oh, I should say, lucky number 13, <laughs> just yeah. after Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. So... You totally planned it that way. Serendipitous. Right? Why are we right? not talking about the not so scary party? Well, because it's we're happening saving anyway. It. We're saving that for August, <laughs> Halloween time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I heard that was already going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we're going to hold off until the season's right. But for now, um, we are going to continue our planning a Walt Disney World vacation series, and this is part four. But we're actually going to kind of break it up into subsection A, B, and C. Um, so today is going to be subsection A, and the reason that this is going to be, we're, we're biting off a huge chunk here, and it's because we're getting ready to go into a huge topic, which is picking the right Walt Disney World Resort for you. There is a lot to talk about, there's a lot to factor in, and Landon is our special guest co-pilot for the this series because he let me know recently that he is starting to toy with the idea of starting to plan his next Walt Disney World vacation. Right? So I thought, yeah. I thought, what better time to bring Landon on and, and help, you know, we can help him along his way um, in ways that maybe we didn't get that kind of help in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I have to say, uh, listening to a certain podcast that my friends do about Disney uh, has made me start to get that, that itch. And also, it seems like everybody I know, at least on Facebook, is going to Disney this summer. And by the way, every time you post those pictures of you being at Disney and I'm not there, I'm really happy for you. But a small part of me is really angry. Just, <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm going to be a little angry at you guys in a couple weeks. But, but just know I do it out of love. What we need is a little, uh, I need a sticker of Landon's head, like in Snapchat. 
Snapchat or something, and I'll just put it in all of our yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that way, that way, it kind of it's a mind trick. You'll look at it, and you'll be like, "Oh, I am there." Wait yeah, a minute, like, man. I was having such a good time. I don't remember that. Yeah, and you know, Landon, we actually weren't planning on going to Disney this year, but Justin made us all start doing this podcast, and everyone was like, "We need to go to Disney." <laughs> yeah. So special update: this podcast in two weeks might just end because I'm like, "Yep, yeah, mission accomplished." <laughs> <laughs> yep, my uh, my uh, long term Jedi mind trick totally worked. That's right. <laughs> it was a lot of effort just to get back to Disney for a few days. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but um, speaking of a lot of effort, I did a lot of prep work for this particular set of planning for a, uh, a trip to Walt Disney World, and so we're going to jump right into it. And here's the way that I've broken it up. The Walt Disney World Resort hotels are broken up into three, you could say, four different tiers. You've got value, moderate, deluxe, and then the deluxe villas, which are really part of the Disney Vacation Club. Mm-hmm. Um, you can stay there. You can rent points and actually stay in the villas. So they're not kind of out of the realm of this conversation, even if you're Can not... I ask a dumb question? Go ahead. When you say rent points, what does that mean? Yeah, it's third party. So what you do is you can find a, um, a website like dvc-rentals.com, and you go on that website, and there's a lot of different tools tools that you can use um it'll tell you how many points you need to stay at a particular resort per night um, based on the season or the month that you're going and then you actually submit a request through that website and they go get the points for you because there are people out there yeah because there are people out there who just can't go and they would rather like rent their points out and get that money um so it's a good deal for everybody so the points don't go to waste is you it a timeshare kind of thing? Well, that's what DVC is, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's exactly the what really it is. The really expensive timeshare? Yes, it's expensive, but it's. I, I feel like a lot of timeshares are expensive anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I've never mm-hmm. had one. Yeah. Someday, we're going to have that DVC owner designation. I don't know if I a timeshare. We'll get into a deeper discussion about the Disney timeshare a little bit later. We may even you know, dedicate a show to that for people who are interested in such a thing. All right, so let's get into it. You know all the perks. We've talked about them. Uh, Staying on property, you're going to get a lot of extra benefits. Extra magic hours, early access to FastPass Plus, free transportation, ADR Plus 10 Advantage, which, by the way, I created that phrase just now. I'm going to copyright it. And and then theming, magic, etc. The list goes on. How do you pick the right resort for you, understanding that there's currently more than 25 Disney resort hotel locations to choose from? And they, of course, when you talk about the different tiers, you go from value up to deluxe villa. They span the entire spectrum of budget possibilities. So it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to factor in. But don't worry. We're here for you. That's why we do this. And just to trick my family to go back to Disney. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So here's a few things that you're going to want to work out when you start to try to narrow down your search for a Walt Disney World vacation resort. Budget. Of course, that's probably the biggest biggest factor, and we talked about that in the planning series number one. It's all about the budget. Number of travelers makes a big difference because a lot of Disney accommodations out there are totally fine if you're traveling for four or less, but if you start to have bigger groups than that, your options start to be limited, and you've got to start thinking about some of those deluxe villas that maybe have more bedrooms or some of the family suites at some of the resorts that can um, maybe house six. Yeah, so for easier Disney vacations, don't have too many children. <laughs> or leave them at home. <laughs> yeah, or leave them at home. Even better. <laughs> yeah. It's fundamental for every Disney vacation to have the best time. Leave the kids at home. <laughs> 
they do serve <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> One thing I want to tell you too mm -hmm. is that uh, Disney resort prices are always based on two adults. So if you've got more than two adults, there's an additional charge per adult. Um, it's fifteen dollars at Value Resorts, twenty-five for moderate, and thirty-five at Deluxe. So that's just something to factor in when you're thinking about prices. Yeah. I didn't know they would do something like that. Yeah, it's always based on double occupancy. That's something a lot of hotels do. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you visit one park a lot, or you know you're going to be staying in one park a lot, or maybe you're going to be staying at Disney Springs and just eating at all those amazing restaurants, maybe you want to pick a hotel or resort that's most directly located near one of those places. So that's something to factor into. Yeah. I want to say before we really get into this that I pulled a lot of information from a lot of helpful Disney resources on the web. A few that I wanted to mention, wdwinfo.com was a big help. Touringplans.com is always one of my go-tos. Allears.net and then of course the official Walt Disney World <laughs> website. So, just so you all know, I know um, you know, I didn't go out and do all of this research totally on my own. I had some help from some great resources on the web. And I recommend as we go through this, you might just want to sit down at your computer, pull up one of those websites and click through the resorts so you can look at pictures while we talk about it. Yeah. Unless you have an amazing imagination and you can picture it very clearly in your mind. So one thing you might ask is what are the, I understand there's a price difference between Value Moderate Deluxe and Deluxe Villa, but what's the real difference that you're going to get in those resorts? Well, there's a lot really. General resort look and feel is one of the differences. Room size bathroom setup, the bed size, and, and then, of course, the types of beds that you have and linens and things like that, um, views, recreation options, pools, dining options, and then transportation as well. You know, one of the things that makes a resort like the Polynesian a deluxe resort is that it's on the Magic Kingdom monorail loop. You know, that's prime territory. You can't get much better than that. So that's a huge factor, and you're not going to get that kind of a transportation option at a value resort. You're going to be riding buses. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you don't mind that, that's just it's just something that, that you have to... It's a sacrifice you have to make to make that budget-conscious choice, right? As I organized my list, I actually did use... Uh, I put the, the resorts in the order as they were ranked by touringplans.com's readers and the editors. So we'll be going through, we're starting with value and working our way up. But as we talk about each category, we're going to start with number one and work our way down through the category. So just to give you a little bit of insight into how I actually organized the list. So let's talk about value resorts. That's why we're here today. So value resorts are the most economical Walt Disney World resorts. They are usually going to be a little bit farther away from a park or Disney Springs or something like that. But like I said, you've got free transportation. You hop on the bus and can get anywhere you need to go. Um, standard rooms and value resorts are usually somewhere in the neighborhood of 260 square feet and usually have two full-size beds. You can get a little more space at uh, value resort if you stay at Art of Animation or the All-Star Music because they do offer family suites. And those are the ones that I mentioned where you could actually have six people in the rooms. So you've got a little more space. You actually have like a separate bedroom, which might be nice for parents who have noisy children like ours. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, these are your base option, right? These You understand you get what you pay for, and that's true at Disney, of course. I, I think of value resorts as like, they're like the Motel Plus option. Typically, you're going to enter your room from the exterior, which actually isn't true for the Art of Animation family suites. They do have interior hallways, but and I think that might be true maybe somewhere else too, but but typically you you enter from the outside. So it's like a motel. That's what I'm saying. It's like a it's like a motel plus because it's Disney. Right? Yeah. 
you have to understand you're not going to get all the amenities. Like you're not going to have a spa on site at a value resort. You might not have a fitness center. Uh, one thing that's nice is I think as I went through all of the list, I feel like every one of the resorts offers uh, laundry facilities for you. And then there's also... Oh, that's nice. Yeah, there's also babysitting available at all of the resorts. Hmm. So that's something... Hey, so if you don't leave the kids at home, you can leave the kids with somebody else. <laughs> take, take them to Disney, <laughs> Disney, but don't take them to the parks. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> that's how you reward like a mediocre uh, report card. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like you still get to go to Disney, but you don't get to really exactly. go to Disney. Exactly. Yeah. Each value resort we're going to talk about has at least two pools, one main pool and then a quiet pool. And then the lobbies usually contain things like gift shops, arcades, food courts. No table service at value resorts. It's always quick service. And the bars are typically just like a pool bar. It's not going to be like a full fancy lounge or anything like that. Pool bars are cool. That's right. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with a pool bar. <laughs> so starting with number one on the value resort list, we have Disney's Art of Animation, or as I like to call it, the Garrett Special, because this is his favorite resort of all time. He does love it. <laughs> It's really cute. It's really nice. So I'm going to describe it a little bit here at the top. So the Disney's Art of Animation Resort is highly themed. And, I mean, to even say that is, is maybe not even doing it justice. So it focuses on four Disney films, Finding Nemo, Little Mermaid, Lion King, and Cars. And each one of the buildings is themed around one of those particular movies. And it's not just the buildings. As you walk around, there are huge statues yeah. and, and you know, landscaping items that really take you into those movies. And in the Cars area, they, you can actually find Lightning McQueen and Mater and, you know, Sally. And they're all out there. And, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, they actually do a great job of making you feel, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go as far as to say it's, it's like stepping into Cars Land in California Adventure, but they, the theming is really nice. I, one of the things that stands out to me, and Garrett mentioned it before, is the Cozy Cone Pool. Yeah. When you're in that pool, you're looking around and you've got the, the cones, like the road cones are like the cabanas, and all around you is cars theming. It's it's really immersive yeah. for a resort. It is. It's really cool. Yeah. And um, the Little Mermaid one had a big Poseidon statue. Like. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. King Poseidon. Or is so, that uh, Triton. Triton. The, Close enough. <laughs> Yeah, same guy, you know, all, all those ocean uh, gods looking uh, sound alike. Never mind, whatever. <laughs> we knew what I meant. <laughs> yeah, Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman, exactly. But so do y'all have, uh, have, have a favorite of the four of these? Uh, well, we stayed in the Little Mermaid rooms, and those are the those are the individual rooms. So they're not the big family suites. So they're a little bit cheaper. They were nice. Yeah. They're small. They're very small. And... <laughs> I will say, I've heard people say about the value resorts that they're noisy because the walls are a little bit thinner and, and it just, it feels like the construction materials are a little bit cheaper than maybe some of the other places. I didn't really feel that. No, yeah. I didn't have any issue, but we also weren't allowed to stay in our room because Justin had us up at 530 in the morning <laughs> and not getting back until one in the morning. So we truly got about four hours in our room each day. So Well, that's a good point. When we were in in the room is when most typical people would be sleeping so yeah but, but I at was... the same time it's a disney you're not supposed to be hanging out in the hotel that's <sighs> that's my point he killed us I'm not, I'm not advocating what jay did i'm just saying <laughs> one of the things to factor in about art of animation there are about two thousand rooms at this resort so a lot of people are staying there and that's something to think about as you think about transportation um so we'll get to that in just a little bit but just something to keep in your mind 
the main building is called Animation Hall. And I got to tell you, this is another thing that I thought was really cool about the art of animation. As you walk in to check in, it's almost like an artist's palette. They've got these like film cells over on you know the right hand side, and it almost looks like you're seeing the journey of an animator as they start with like the basic sketches of one of the iconic Disney characters, all the way to the fully fleshed out character. Um, color is a really like huge theming element of mm-hmm. this place. Um, the the animation hall also has the landscape of flavor, which is the big dining cafeteria. It's got the ink and paint shop, which is the retail facility, and then it has the arcade. And um, it's all located in that main building. And, I mean, I I thought it was really nice. It looks nice. I liked it in there. And uh, they had a cool arcade uh, for the kids to play and stuff. So, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, one one of the cool things about Art of Animation um, is that it was... So, it's the newest value resort. And it was actually originally planned to be another expansion of the pop century resort and it was supposed to be like the legendary years so 1900 to 1949 but that construction was planned during the economic downturn so it got put on hold and then when they decided to kick it back off they went with the art of animation motif which i really think they did the right thing honestly yeah because this whole old stuff is ridiculous (laughs) yeah but we talked and about. I mean, like, look, I'm looking at some pictures online. I obviously have never been here, but you say color is very important to this hotel. I mean, just looking at these pictures, I can I can see the very vibrant colors. And looking at some of the rooms, they do kind of look on the small side. To back up what y'all said, yeah, yeah. and they are. They're, like I'm lo- I'm looking at I'm looking at a picture of one of the cars rooms, and that thing. I mean, I think my college dorm was bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty tiny. They are they are pretty little. So. Another reason to keep the family out of the room and stay in the parks, because if you're staying in such a small little environment, tempers can flare. Absolutely. Not when you're that (laughs) tired. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked about the rooms a little bit. Let's talk about prices. The Little Mermaid rooms range from about $130 up to a little over $200. The holidays can get up to about $250. The Finding Nemo family suites go from about $330 to about a little over $550. And the Lion King rooms um, and and Cars family suites are somewhere around three ten and up to about uh, about five hundred in the holidays. So of course we've talked about before, like picking the time of year that you want to travel is a huge factor for how far your budget's going to go. You know, especially if you're looking at a family suite, you're talking a difference of about two hundred dollars a night if you go in a peak season. That's something Crazy. pretty important to factor in. Yeah. So I've organized each one of these lists into the. F- Four important things to me, and I think to everybody. Dining, shopping, recreation, and then transportation. Let's talk about dining at the Art of Animation. Like I mentioned already uh, just previously, the Landscape of Flavor is a their main food court. It's 606 seats. It's a big food court, and the way that they have it set up is it's actually broken up into several stations that offer very different things. So I've got four food stations. And you can get anything from like pizza, pasta, burger, salad, that sort of thing, all the way to Indian cuisine, which is pretty unique. You know, you you would imagine like a value resort having just kind of your standard burgers and fried fare. But we found that there were some really unique offerings uh, at the food court landscape of flavors. It it was good, but I cook better at home. <laughs> I had some pretty good stuff. I, I gotta it was, say, it was fine. And and it is nice to have kind of some unique variety 
from the food court rather than just go up and say all you've got is like, oh, you can have a burger or a grilled chicken breast. Yeah, hamburgers, dogs, or chicken tenders. Yeah. But I also love tasty food, and I'm a big foodie, and Justin will eat anything that I put in front of him, so... (laughs) It's true. Well, they, they had Mongolian barbecue. When was the last time you did Mongolian barbecue, Sam? Oh, I can do it. I have done it in yeah. my instant pot. Oh, 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 oh you have? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> so the other food option at the Art of Animation is the drop-off pool bar. As I mentioned, they all have pool bars. And so it's got some quick food items that you can choose from. They also do pizza delivery, and then there's some adult beverages you can enjoy as well. No. And, and apparently they do a pizza delivery until midnight. They do. That's true. Nice. Yeah. Shopping. Like I mentioned before, the ink and paint shop is your gift shop. It's got a pretty big selection. I mean, honestly, you're, you've got some specific art of animation kind of trinkets and souvenirs in there. But you've got some general Disney things as well. Um, some things that Ponchos are, and well, right, umbrellas. You can grab your poncho, your sunscreen, your... I was going to say film. Who uses film anymore? What, did yeah. I just step into the Come 80s? On, Papa. Good grief. <laughs> yeah. But like pharm- pharmacy items like uh, Dramamine, if you know you're going to need yeah. some motion sickness medicine. Yep. A $15 bottle of Pepto. Yeah. If I remember right, I remember it being a pretty sizable gift shop. And um, you had to walk through it to get to the bus station. Yeah, I was going to mention that too. You actually have to walk <laughs> through the gift shop to get to the buses. They get you there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, was going to say it's almost like they had that planned out or something. I yeah. guess you could go a long way and avoid it, like if you went through the main lobby. But the the definite more direct way is to go right through the the, <laughs> the yeah, souvenir it, shop. Yeah, you. Can. But it makes sense, right? People head into the parks, and there's things you might have forgotten. So Disney's like, hey, you know what? We have it right over here right. for a few dollars, right? Yep, that poncho Sam mentioned, you forgot it up in your room, but you've already gone too far. Hey, here's one for $14.95. That's the I don't know thing. why everything costs $15 in this one gift shop. That's okay. That's that's their price. It's, it's like a Dollar Tree, but everything's $15. Um, but I was going to say, business concept. what you just mentioned is exactly true, because I remember that our Little Mermaid room was a bit far from the main building. Oh my gosh, it was It was forever. like a 10-minute walk, honestly. We would... Go fill up our cups for drinks because you get the refillable mugs, and um, we'd make everybody hurry up and chug their their drinks so we could go get new drinks because it was just <laughs> such a long walk. Yeah, <laughs> like if I wanted to step out in the morning and go get some coffee and come back to the room, I was gone a half hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty pretty ridiculous. So, so uh, it's it's something to think about. Um, I want to get to the recreation because we've talked a little bit about it. One of the things I tried to make sure I captured in all of the notes for these resorts is where the arcade or if whether or not they have an arcade. I think pretty consistently they all do. Arcades are important to me. and mm, Arcades rule. Art of Animation definitely does. They have the Pixel Play Arcade, which is a nice place to get in, spend some time, especially if it's super hot and you don't feel like swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have three swimming pools. The largest is the Big Blue Pool, which is Nemo-themed. And the cool thing about that place, and Garrett would tell you it's amazing, you actually can hear music underwater. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so they've got... And it's different music. Like, this is what I noticed, too. If you have your head out of the water, they're playing, let's say, Jimmy Buffett. You put your head underwater, and it's the Beach Boys. It's yeah. something It's something different. So Wow. That was pretty neat. Then they've got two smaller pools. I mentioned the Cozy Cone Pool and the Little Mermaid Pool, which is the Flippin' Fins Pool. And if I remember right, that one was a little small. Yeah, I think that was for little kids. Yeah. Tinies. And they have a splash pad that I didn't mention at the Big Blue Pool. Oh, I don't 
remember, remember that? Yeah, it's not huge, but it had like it, it had some coral kind of sculptures around it, and okay. and we played in it a little bit, but not that much. Yeah, I don't remember. I probably was too tired because yeah. I was being run to death. <laughs> still harping I, on that, are you? <laughs> should I keep telling everyone? <laughs> now I haven't heard this story before. Go on. <laughs> they also have a playground for little ones called the Elephant Graveyard, and it's wow, little. that's exactly what you want your playground for your small children. Yeah. Oh, Elephant yeah. Graveyard. <laughs> Neat. Thanks, brutal. Disney. <laughs> Play on some bones, why not? <laughs> and then as most of these resorts have, you'll notice, there's a 1.3-mile walking and running trail around Hourglass Lake. So, um, Does it have a fitness center? No, no oh. fitness center. Oh. Yeah. Transportation from this hotel, we already mentioned, is all buses, but soon to have access to the Disney Skyliner. Woo! Which I'm pretty excited right. about. Yeah. So that's kind of, Art of Animation is already kind of a value plus in that it's got, you know, the special landscape of flavors, the rooms are a little nicer, and now it's going to have an even better transportation system if you, well, quote unquote better. I think it's exciting to ride the Skyliner over to, to the Hollywood Studios, but maybe people aren't into that. Yeah, that's, that's mainly what I wanted to say about Art of Animation. Landon, any questions about this particular resort? Any concerns? Or, or what would draw you to stay at the Art of Animation, you think? Um, honestly, the price point, like I mentioned earlier, would really draw me to uh, Art of Animation. And I do like the aesthetics. I think it looks cool, uh, though... Maybe after a long day, seeing a neon green painting of the turtle from Finding Nemo uh, might not be the best <laughs> thing to look at. might give you a headache or something, but uh, it being uh, so far away uh, from the park and it being spread out kind of gives me some hesitation. But again, that price point, it sounds like it, it might be hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can get cheaper, but if you get cheaper, the quality goes down a little bit. This one is considered to be, mm -hmm. I wanted well, to say... And, and, and like you said, just like everything at Disney, you're getting what you pay for. Yeah. So. And this resort, I meant to say at the beginning, is, is considered to be in the Epcot area. Um, it's not like you could walk to Epcot, absolutely not. But, <laughs> but, but bus, you know, if you're taking the bus, the shortest trip is to Epcot. And I remember... Didn't you feel like the ride was quite a ways to Magic Kingdom? It took about 20 minutes. Yeah, so that's <laughs> something to think about there. If you're planning a Magic Kingdom day. Maybe longer. No, I guess it was about 20, huh? Yeah, I would say. I'd, I think 20 but, is fair. But, yeah, but still, that's not a short bus ride. No, right? yeah. Especially if it's full and you have to stand. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, let's get to number two on the value list, and that's our future resort coming up here in about, what, 10 days? Woo. Uh, Disney's Pop Century Resort. Yeah, yeah, rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be there in spirit, my friend. Uh, thanks. And, and apparently a picture. Filter, yes. Yep. So <laughs> this one is also considered to be in the Epcot area. Why? Because it's just across Hourglass Lake from the Art of Animation. Yep, you can see it. Just like Art of Animation, Pop Century is kind of decorated with these larger-than-life icons. But in this case, they're really themed around decades of the 90s. So especially like 50s on, because it starts with the 50s. Uh, you've got 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. All the, the buildings are themed around a particular decade. And one of the things that you'll see that's kind of cool is like if you go to the, like the 80s, you're going to see a giant Rubik's Cube, you know. In the 90s, are you going to see Nirvana? 
no, no, they don't have Nirvana. They might have. I wonder if they have like some icons, of like 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 a silhouette of a grunge rocker. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Torn we'll jeans out. and a flannel with a t- white T-shirt on and dirty hair. <laughs> right. Um, so theming is huge and through the roof. You know, kids are gonna love it. Some parents might think it's cheesy. But it is also a nice little walk through nostalgia. One of the things about the Pop Century Resort, as you go through the main building and the lobby and you're checking in, they actually kind of have these shadow boxes over on the walls that have all this memorabilia from the different decades. It's kind of fun to take a look at and be like, oh yeah, I remember cassette tapes. <laughs> I remember using a pencil to get the cassette tape to go back oh, in, yeah. the tape to go back into the mm-hmm. cassette. Fix the spool. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Just like Art of Animation, this is a big resort, 177 acres. Uh, One of the things I wanted to mention about Pop Century and one of the selling points for us about staying there this time was that back in 2017, Disney started revamping all of the Pop Century's rooms. And now they've replaced the carpet with modern hardwood floor. And and it's a lot more modern. We talked a little bit about it with Kevin when he was on. And, you know, USB plugs like throughout, there's probably 20 USB plugs in those rooms. They look a lot cleaner, a lot brighter. Yeah, it just looks like a more logical use of space. So they've really been upgraded for sure. Good. Yeah. Let's talk about prices. So standard rooms at the Pop Century, about $110 up to $196 or $200. Holiday, holidays are a little over $200. Preferred rooms are about $10 more in each case. Um, standard pool rooms are... Can I ask a dumb question? Yeah, go ahead. Preferred rooms uh, to standard rooms. Uh, what's the difference? Location, my friend. Um, as ah. I mentioned with the Little Mermaid room, if you stay in a standard room, you're probably as far away from po- as possible from transportation in the main building. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All yeah. Right. We were walking really far um, when we stayed at Art of Animation. Yeah, and, and that's the case here. Like I said, it's a big resort. If you're in one we're of the standard really rooms. We're walking really far. No, we are in a preferred room this time. Good job, so, honey. Yeah, so we're actually going to be a little closer. <laughs> Good job. It's worth it, yeah. by the way, people. <laughs> it really is. And then, of course, you're going to pay a little more if you want a standard pool view or a preferred pool view. But, you know, you, you also can get lucky by just getting a standard room or a preferred room and get a view of the lake or, you know, even even a view of the walking areas is pretty nice. You're looking at this crazy larger-than-life theming. You get the people watch. It's all good. Yeah. You're not going to be staying too much in the room anyway. So uh, it doesn't matter what you're looking at. <laughs> or see if you can request a room outside of the uh, statue they have of Roger Rabbit. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a good view, too. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of it online. It looks really cool. So the main building that you check into is called the Classic Hall. In that building, you're going to find the food court, which is called Everything Pop, with different venues offering dine-in and takeout. I'm and sorry, what's it called? Everything Pop. <laughs> okay, all right, just double-checking. The dining, I want to get into that just a little bit. Everything pop is a oh my! It's a little bigger. It's a little bigger than the landscape of flavors. They have a similar setup with the different stations that offer different foods and choices. Um, you can even get grab and go stuff. And I mentioned I should have mentioned that at Art of Animation too. You don't have to necessarily get like an entree on a plate. They've got grab and go things you can take if you're ready to hop on a bus and go to the parks. And those were helpful because we were able to just grab like a sandwich from yeah. the cooler and run. Right. So. Now this resort actually has a signature food item that kind of makes its way around the Instagrams and the social media, and it's the tie dye cheesecake. 
And I don't like cheesecake. I'm gonna be. I'm a cheesecake fan. What? I'm, I'm gonna be all over that. <laughs> yeah, don't. cheesecake is awesome. It's too rich. It, it gives me a stomach ache. Same with Garrett. You're too rich. <laughs> Garrett's too That's rich true. and gives you a stomach ache. No, Garrett <laughs> has the same problem. Yeah, we're sensitive. You are. But that's okay. I'll try it for you, and I'll tell you all about it. I'll have a bite. No, you will not. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, honey. Anyway, it's kind of cool that, you know, value resort, but it still has a signature food item, so that's something that kind of sets it apart. It Uh, looks cool, at least. Yeah, it does look neat. Yeah. Um, It it honestly... Y'all remember the movie Hook? I do. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It looks like they're imaginary food that they're eating. Oh, it really yeah. does. They start slinging it at people. Oh, I'm going to throw this at somebody. I'm gonna there hit. you go. Start a food fight. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> just scream bangerang before you do it. <laughs> they can't do anything. That's right. I'm just in the spirit, guys. Oh, my. Oh, good grief. Um, another thing in Classic Hall is they've got a 5,000-square-foot retail center where you can get same kinds of things that you can get at the ink and paint shop over at Art Animation. And then recreation-wise, three pools. There's a bowling pin-shaped pool, a hippy-dippy pool, which is the big <laughs> one, and then the computer pool. And they, they have a kiddie pool and a playground and the fast-forward arcade. There's a little pop jet playground, which is another splash pad sort of thing um, over near the 1970s building. And then, of course, there's the 1.3-mile walking and running trail around Hourglass Lake. And a fitness center? No fitness center. Are you kidding me? I would mention it if there was. <sighs> so I thought this was interesting. But remember, you're at Disney. You're going to be walking like 19 miles. That's so, true. Like, That's true. <laughs> you're going to get your steps in, I assure you. Yeah. I thought this was kind of interesting. So if you look at one of the things they do with their theming is they kind of enclose the stairwells with different some of their larger-than-life icons, and some of them are enclosed around in these um, bowling pins. So if you take a look around the resort, you're going to see nine. The tenth is the pool. So they actually have ten bowling pins. Oh. Because we know Disney is insane and uh, an OCD with their theming. Yeah. And <laughs> that, so we expect nothing less. That's right. Again, transportation is buses from the Pop Century, but you're going to have access to that Skyliner. Um that the art of animation is getting. I mean, just walk across the Generation Gap Bridge, and there you go. But that's it I have for Pop Century. So, Landon, what are the selling points for you on this one? Price, we know. Anything else? Uh, the Roger Rabbit statue. Mm. I, I, I really like that. Um, the price is, uh, once again, the big selling point for me. But again, since it's, uh, it seems very... Uh, it, in a very similar uh, location to uh, the art of animation... I would have the same negatives, but at the same time, like it does look like a really nicely themed resort, especially like the, uh, I was looking at pictures of the, uh, I guess the computer themed one. What yeah. was it called? It's, it's just the computer pool. Yeah. It, 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 like just theming wise, it looks really cool and I'm not a pool guy. So, so, but, but, but I would still go check that out. Yeah. I think the computer stuff looks fun just cause it's the stuff that, our kids are going to be like, oh, we've heard of these. And we're going to be like, we used to have those. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they got Pac-Man ghosts on the side of a building. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, how cool is that? Yeah, Pretty cool. it's awesome. All right. We're moving on to the All-Star Resorts now. And the first one we're going to review is the All-Star Sports Resort. I want to mention all of the All-Star Resorts are in the Animal Kingdom area. There are... Five themes in the Disney All-Star Sports Resort, all of them sports-related. There's 
touchdown, which is the football themed. Makes uh, sense. Center court is tennis themed. Home run baseball. Surfs up is hockey. Hockey, obviously, and then the hoops is basketball. So Sur- surfs up is hockey. <laughs> No, it's it's surfing, obviously. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, they left hockey off. Don't know why. Yeah. Why why put surfing instead of hockey? Seriously, yeah. I, got, I didn't realize that surfing was that big uh, to us in America. And you've got the Mighty Ducks movie that you could have. Right. Oh my gosh. Wow, Disney really dropped the ball on that one. That's kind of bizarre. Quack quack quack, Mister Mister Ducksworth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll blame Michael Eisner for that. <laughs> By the way, looking at the pictures and um, looking at the food pictures and stuff, I think this was my least favorite of them. I like the art animation and the pop setup better than this one. Well, that's why this one's number three so far on the list. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> other people agree with you. <laughs> Rooms are going to be very similar to what we talked about in the setup of Art of, Ani- art of Animation and Pop Century, but Ooh. prices are a little lower. So... The standard rooms range from like $95 up to about 180 They don't they uh, really go over 200 This one's really cheap. Yeah. Preferred rooms are, you know, about $10 more than that. Oh, this would be good for if you really had a tight budget yeah. and you really needed to. Yeah. The, the all-star sports are the cheapest of yeah. all. all. I mean, the all-star hotels in general are the cheapest. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. That $97. Uh, that, ooh. I know. That's, that's pretty good. I mean, I could learn to like running around on... Oversized football stuff. People do say that these are noisier because a lot of times the all-star resorts are used when they have competitions like cheerleading competitions and that sort of thing. That's where they, this is where they put all of those families. I would never want to be there with a cheerleading competition. All those girls going, oh my God, like me. (laughs) But it's something to factor in. (laughs) Something to consider. We might have cheerleading families listening. Don't alienate them. No. Every cheer parent will agree when you put a bunch of cheerleader girls together or and boys, it gets really loud. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's science. Yeah. Well, they're taught to project, right? They've got yes. To, the fans have to hear. That's it. true. Yeah. Yes. I hadn't thought of it that way. Let's talk about dining. So the art or art of all stars, the all star <laughs> sports resort offers a food court called end zone food court. And there's about a half dozen, like six stands. So it's stations as well. I've never been here. I can't tell you anything about the food, but it does seem like they have a decent variety. There's, you know, pizza, pasta, you can get some barbecue. And then of course you can get burgers. There's usually going to be a dinner special from the blue plate window. And apparently it's often prime rib. That's interesting. Mm, I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. From five to midnight, you can order pizza, salad, soft drinks, and beer to be delivered to your room. Oh, that's what's up. But also, yes, that's definitely what you're ordering at 11.45, a salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the Team Spirits Pool Bar offers a selection of drinks and some snacks, and it's by the Surfboard Bay Pool. I will say, um, I'm looking online at some pictures and uh, looking at the menus, and it's not much, but it looks like the food is about a dollar or two cheaper. Yeah. Makes so sense. It's a lot of hot dogs and chicken nuggets and stuff, though. Right. Yeah, this is Nothing where you're wrong getting, with chicken nugs. Yeah, yeah, but you're getting a little closer to kind of the standard, like, food offerings that you might imagine. Correct. Yeah. They do have, of course, shopping at Goofy Gift and Sundries in Stadium Hall. And then recreation-wise, two pools, Surfboard Bay right behind Stadium Hall. And then a kiddie pool 
located at Surfboard Bay. Oh, is there is there another one? I can't. And the Grand Slam. There it is. With a water-spouting goofy statue located in front of the Home Run Hotel. So. Well, that's cool. Yeah, a couple now, with this being a sports place, they must have a fitness center. They don't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wah, wah. You would really think they should, though. It would make a lot of sense. They do have an arcade, the Game Point Arcade in Stadium Hall, of course. Yeah. And they've got a few little children's play areas around with, and I've seen this, like, there's a, a huge, like, ex, uh, tic-tac-toe board and, and different things that you can do. Giant icons offer great photo opportunities. So this is where we're telling you, see, there's still benefits to staying there. There's a giant Mickey that you can take your picture with. Oh, nice. You know? Yeah. And there's a giant Coca-Cola cup there <laughs> for corporate synergy i did see the coca-cola well <laughs> so so here here's the other thing that's kind of unique to this resort so if you're in the mood for mcdonald's apparently you can walk to the mcdonald's that like that's that's in walt disney world property and there's a crosswalk ah. that'll get you there so if you're feeling like a big mac because maybe you don't want get your chicken tendies <laughs> yeah you can get those buttermilk tendies <laughs> two for two <laughs> Transportation is buses. Surprise, surprise. And they are not getting a Skyliner. So. No. Yeah. Here's an interesting fact. The large star out front is 55 feet tall and weighs more than 55,000 pounds. That is huge. They, they aren't kidding when they talk about all star. They really want you to see that star. <laughs> well, I could lift that. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Orange theory <Toast>. muscles. <laughs> I totally can't. I mean... This is actually a not a bad resort for a budget. I mean, a, mm -hmm. it's not as like flashy and Disney themed, but if you're a, with some kids who play sports and stuff, they think this is fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's got its benefits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one's saying it doesn't. I I don't like sports. I mean, I like sports enough to watch some of them, but I don't like all sports. So I don't think I would be like... Did you enjoy the Shaquille O'Neal drink all sport back in the day? I did. I thought it was gross, but I drank it anyway because I was a because Shaq Because he fan. was awesome. Because mm -hmm, Shaq was on it, yep. Yep. Before you move on, uh, going back to uh, Goofy's Gift and Sundries, I w uh, found a picture of that. The... The uh, full sign says Sports Goofy Gifts and Sundry. And if you're a uh, old school Disney fan, you know uh, Sports Goofy used to be a uh, a series that Goofy did uh, sports in. So that's a fun little uh, nod to Disney trivia, which I'm sure is uh, just littered all throughout all the parks. Yeah, absolutely. I was a big fan of the Sports Goofy series. Is that where he wore the oversized shorts and stuff? And he there were a bunch of different. Ones. Yeah, there was a bunch of them. Like uh, there was like a football soccer. one. Yeah, football. I think there was an Olympics one. Baseball. There was a tennis yeah. one, wasn't there? I think so. Mm -hmm. One. Yeah. The, there's the skiing one. Always stands out. Oh to me. yeah, the ski one because he did yeah. the slope. Mm -hmm. Yahoo! Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Man, <laughs> shout out to Sport Goofy. All right, now we'll move on to All Star Music Resort. Um, also in the Animal Kingdom area, just as All-Star Sports. This one is 1,706 rooms, and the buildings are themed after styles of music. So you've got Calypso, Jazz, Rock, Country, and the Broadway building. What, no metalcore building? No metalcore, oh, unfortunately. Bummer. 
They, there is an emo built now. Um, <laughs> Everybody just cries on each other. <laughs> the buildings have exterior and interior theming to match their names, as you might imagine. Apparently, there are three-story tall cowboy boots at the country building. Oh. And three-story jukeboxes and electric guitars at the rock building. Oh. So, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the rooms because they're really set up similar to what we've already talked about. Prices are Prices are in the same range as what we talked about for all-star sports so we're talking like standard room low price 90 bucks all the way up to a family suite oh that's one thing to point out this is the other resort that has the family suites in addition to the art of animation so if you have a larger family all-star music is the way to go and those go all the way up to a little over 400 in holiday season or if you just want more space you may not have six people you just want more space yeah you want to spread out yeah so much room for activities. Uh, mm-hmm. The All-Star Music Intermission Food Court has stations, just like all the other ones we talked about. Uh, the market, the bakery, the grill, the specialty shop, and then pizza and pasta. I feel like every one of these has pizza and pasta, huh? Well, I think people like to have pizza delivered to their room, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they With do that salads. as well. <laughs> With a, bring me a salad. <laughs> but can you take <laughs> take away the lettuce, add some bread, put some sauce on there? <laughs> a little bit of mozzarella. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> and now, are these connected? They're right around. They're in like a, what, what, what would you call it? It's a complex. Okay, because. The all-star complex or something. Yeah. Some of the pictures I've seen, it seems like they're mixing. They're overlapping. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shopping is at Maestro Mickey's at the all-star music. And you can get all the things that you need for your day at the park or good souvenirs as well. And then you've got, got to mention the arcade, Notable <laughs> Games Arcade. Um, so, of course, they do have an arcade. But guess what? It's called Notable. Yeah, Note oh apostrophe able. Um, no fitness center. Uh, of course not. <laughs> Disney really wants you to work out, clearly. <laughs> It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> they have two pools. The main one is located between the Calypso building and the guitar, and is a guitar pool, shaped like it's guitar. And the kitty, kitty pool is also there. The guitar pool is not zero entry, so that's something. A lot of the pools are, they have a lot of zero entry pools at a lot of the resorts. Um, something to look into as you're considering that for, um, you know, helps the helps the little ones. And if you have like a handicap individual that helps to get in the pool. Yeah. And they have a squirting fountain on a raised island in the middle of the pool um, that features the three caballeros. The quieter pool is the piano pool, and it's located between the rock and country buildings. That doesn't sound like any fun at all. Of course, the piano pool would be the quiet pool. That's kind of... I'm not trashing pianos, by the way. Let's no, just... they actually can be a lot of fun. Yeah. Great Having balls of fire. Johnny be good. You can tear up a piano in great balls of fire. Transportation is buses. So, <laughs> I see a theme. I do, too. Yeah. I was going to say, this sounds familiar. Yeah. I really want to stay at a monorail resort. <laughs> Someday. Someday, sweetie. Last one on the all-star list is all-star movies. This one is going to, in my mind, it has a little more of an art of animation kind of feel to it. Because the big icons that you see all around the buildings are Disney animated um, characters and things like that. So, this building has... 101 Dalmatians, Toy Story, Fantasia, Original, and 2000, The Mighty Ducks, and Herbie the Love Bug. Aww. Oh, those, those are the themes of their building. And Toy Story is a big thing right now because of Toy Story Land. That's right. They have Fantasia, one of the wooden spoons at the pool. That's oh, yeah, cool. at the pool. I'm looking at or that now. Oh, with, the, with, with Mickey's hat. Right, and, and, 
Oh, sorry. Do your thing, Dad. Get us back on track. Yes. <laughs> well, prices are in line with the other All-Stars. This one does not have family suites, so we're talking standard rooms and just preferred rooms, and that goes from about 100 bucks up to about 200 is the range. That's pretty cheap. The main building is Cinema Hall, and, of course, what have you got in there? You've got Food Court, world premiere Food Court. You've got five different stations, um, similar to the other ones. You've got pizza, pasta, burgers. You've got another one with sandwiches. you got your grab-and-go, all those kind of things. Just outside the food court is the Silver Screen Spirit Bar, and that's on the way to the Fantasia Pool. Um, Silver Screen has outdoor seating and a limited drink menu. And um, then shopping-wise, you've got Donald's Double Feature Gift Shop. Ah. There, yeah, there are two pools. You can There's a hockey rink-themed pool in the Mighty Ducks area. Or you can join Sorcerer Mickey as he directs a liquid symphony at the Fantasia Pool, which sounds Yeah, cool. Sorcerer Mickey all the way. And, yeah. and I'm not a pool guy. That sounds awesome. Most yeah. diff, yeah. <laughs> Transportation, mystery over its buses. Um, mm. So I would agree. Out of the three, even though it's ranked the lowest according to touring plans, their readers and editors, I would pick that one because of the theming. I mean, the Fantasia Seriously. Pool sounds awesome. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah. And I think it looks a lot more fun than... The sports-themed one. And I will say, sports these resorts, yeah. you know, we're talking about, okay, so the theming is kind of cheesy. It's larger-than-life animation or sports icons or movie icons or, or things from the decades. It's over the top, but it's fun. It's it's a fun aesthetic. Kids love it. I enjoy it, personally. Right. It, it makes for some really cool pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, these aren't resorts where, like, if you were going for, like, your wedding anniversary or something, maybe you wouldn't want to pick one of these. They're not very romantic. They're fun and goofy. Oh, I, and... I don't know. That football resort looks really romantic, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As you order your salad at 1145. Yeah. And... Exactly. Yeah. Romance, everybody. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Like, for families, I think these make a lot of sense. And families are the ones that are probably going to have a tighter budget, typically. Right. Kids are expensive. You know, so... And and I don't think you're missing out on much. Sure, you're going to have a little more travel time to the resorts. You don't have fitness centers. Yeah, that's kind of lame, you by know, the way. <laughs> you don't have a spa. But if you're not into massages or you don't need a haircut or something, maybe that's not that important to you. Who's not into massages? Me. I don't like to be touched. Mm. Weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> um, one quick thing I did want to mention that was on the list is that you could also consider the campsites at Fort Wilderness to be kind of a value option. Um you know, they've got campsites that you could get from $75, but they also offer cabins. And we're actually going to talk about those later because they're considered kind of a different category. But, you know, if you feel like camping out, I don't know who would want to camp out in the heat and humidity of Florida. But if you want to do that, you can. Um, Come camp heard- out in wondrous Orlando, Florida. I'm going to get into all the stuff that the Fort Wilderness Campground offers later because I think it's more applicable if you're staying at like one of the cabins, which is an interesting kind of accommodation option. But... If you're driving an RV down, maybe you're pulling in, and this would be a good option for you. Um, And there's a lot of really cool things to do at Fort Wilderness. But that's a tease. You need to come back later because the cabins are going to be included when we talk about moderates. For today, we've wrapped up the value. Out of the five we discussed, Landon, where do you think you would want to stay if you're going in the value tier? Uh, I already said it. It's going to be the uh, last one we previewed because i mean they have giant buzz and woody out there what's not to like about that plus once again it hits that really nice sweet spot of that 97 dollars to 183 for your uh, standard room so that's a that's a great combo so i would go the uh, all-star movie resort there you go 
Makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, that Fantasia pool, it looks dope. <laughs> it does look really awesome. <laughs> so uh, we we will now have experience after this next trip of Art of Animation and Pop Century, which are considered the two top of the uh, value resort category. I'm open to the idea of staying all-star, honestly. Because if really we need, we want to go down, we maybe don't have a huge budget to do it, yeah, absolutely. I'll stay all star. Yeah. If it's going to get me to Disney and get me in the parks, sure. As long as it's yeah. the movie one. Yeah. Because that one's awesome. Yeah. They, and by the way, we found the Mighty Ducks. It wasn't at the sports, but it was at the movie. <laughs> yeah. That's why they still, uh, <laughs> have surfing. <laughs> it still feels like uh, they dropped the ball on that one. It's a little weird, but hey, who are we to judge? Yeah. Exactly. Um, We're just podcasters. By the way, I, I that's what podcasting is for us. We judge things, so. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> We're so judgy. <laughs> so judgy. All right. Well, let's close up uh, part four, subsection A, the value <laughs> resort <laughs> discussion. I won't name it that officially. I just think yeah. it's funny to call it that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we're going to need to workshop that name, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so hopefully you enjoyed this conversation. Next week on Monday, we're going to get into the moderate discussion. And by the way, if you're wondering why we're kind of sandbagging with these what, we, what you could consider evergreen discussions? Well, because we're going to be gone next week. Yay! Um, we're not going to be able to record anything, so we're actually doing kind of a triple recording here today, which is going to give us plenty of content so that while we're in the parks, we can enjoy ourselves, but we don't have to be stressed about getting something recorded and posting it. We are going to be recording some stuff, so stay tuned because we're going to have some things. Maybe who knows what. I don't even know what to tell you because I don't want to promise and then not deliver, but there's going to be some stuff. Yes. That we'll record. Yeah, stuff's coming, everybody. Live from the parks, and that'll be after we get back. I'm so excited. <laughs> Maybe we even do like an express monorail in the middle of the week or something and drop something like a, a little live from the parks. Well, watch our Twitter. Yeah, watch for us. But that would, but that would wreck your alliteration. It would, I know, but I like the express monorail concept. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, pretty, yeah, I'll give you that. Let's, let's close it up for today. Landon, thanks so much for joining. I'll do your plugs for you because I'm good at it. You can catch Landon <laughs> on several other podcasts, and if you want to have access to all of those things, I recommend that you go over to buttmuchchips.com where you can see the links to all of his audio options. One of them would be Near Fall Radio, which is a wrestling podcast. It's super fun. You might even hear me on there. Another is Game of Thrones Talk or Got Talk, where the, he and Hunter East talk all about the sweet show Game of Thrones, which is a lot of fun, but it's not coming back for years. So right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But they do do, uh, uh, much, do, they do, do a butt much <laughs> chips variety pack, He's so you can hear him this. talk on there as well. I am. Yeah, yeah. He is so good at doing my plugs. <laughs> and you can hear us both. He on, do do it well. God, stop stomping on the plug. <laughs> and you can hear us both on Nerd News Cafe, nerdnewscafe.com. Otherwise, you know where to find us. We're at Morning Monorail on Twitter. Monday Morning Monorail at gmail.com is our email address. And we have Instagram. We've got YouTube. We're all over the place. So look for us, interact with us. And thanks so much for listening. We will see you next time. Later. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings, and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all.